everybody and welcome to Heartbeat. Today I'd like to share with you on the topic of the heart of God. It's always struck me when David, King David in the Old Testament, was described as a man after God's own heart. So what is God's heart? Uh, if we want to follow the example of King David in following God, not necessarily in all the other wrong things that he did, but in his love for God and the heart that God, you know, um, tell, said to people, this is worthy of noting that he is a man who follows after my heart. Well, what is God's heart? And the first thing that comes to my mind is God's heart. Jesus states it all the time. God states it um, at the beginning of time um, in um, for us, the beginning of time, not for God's time, but in Genesis where he wanted this relationship with Adam and Eve, with mankind. And his heart is that all people and not one person would be missed, would spend eternity with God, that not one person would be separated from him. That's his heart. That's why he chases after us because he loves so completely, so much that he desires us to be in relationship with him, to come and live with him in his kingdom forever now, because we can now on this earth, we bring kingdom down to heaven, sorry, heaven's kingdom down to earth. We live kingdom's way on earth, even though it's a big struggle sometimes because there's so much opposition or we struggle in our own humanity and our own weaknesses and failures. God desires us to live with him. He desires us to live in kingdom ways. In Numbers 14, chapter 14, verse 18, it states in God's heart, another way of describing it, the Lord is slow to anger, abounding in love and forgiving sin and rebellion. So I'm talking about God's heart of love. He's slow to anger. Oh my goodness, how good is that? If you ever met someone who's so quick off the mark that they just get angry at every turn, well, God's not like that. He's slow. He's merciful. He forgives. It says forgives sin and rebellion. You know, sin where we do wrong things on purpose or not on purpose. He forgives rebellion where we rebel on purpose or not on purpose. Because we're fallen creatures, we often choose wrong. We don't discern well. We don't live well. We want me, me, me. No, about I. It's all about me, self. Whereas God, Jesus, always asks us to die to self. And by dying, you will rise to life. Love, it's described so often and it's often, this scripture is often read at marriages, at wedding um, celebrations. In 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 to 7, it says, love is patient. Same thing, slow in anger, it's patient. Love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. You know when 
Moses asks God, who are you? And God says to him, I am. That's not God being boastful or arrogant. That's God in humility stating who he truly is. Because what is humility? Knowing who you are and saying who you are and what you are. And, you know, if you're the, the at the time, the fastest runner in the 100 metres sprint in athletics, your humility is, at the moment, I am the fastest. That's not being arrogant. That's actually stating the facts. So when God said, I am, he's stating the fact. He is the great I am. His love is greater and bolder and wider and higher, as it states in scripture, you know, than anything we could even imagine. So let's go back to this scripture. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. You know, out of love for us, Jesus endured the cross for us, all things. He endured the humiliation, the scourging at the pillar, the, the crown of thorns on the head, the spitting at him. He endured the carrying of the cross upon the shoulders that had already been beaten with the skirt, with the whips. And the whips weren't, um, you know, where it just did welts. It actually took out flesh. You know what it's like when you get a tiny wound. I've got one at the moment, you know, on the side of your nail where it's just a bit raw and there's a bit of skin and it's, you know, and, you know, I go like that. I do because salt gets into it or I bump it or something. Oh, my goodness. I, I often think and I here I am going, oh, my goodness. And what did Jesus put up for us out of love? Because his focus was us. His focus was our saving um, redemption. His focus was, I'm going to have them with me again in eternity with the Father. Jesus endured that out of love for us. His mercy. What's his mercy? His mercy is his forgiveness. His mercy is no punishment. He died on the cross for us so that we would not have the eternal punishment that we were due to have. We may stay, still be judged by our lives and then have, um, I, I guess, uh, retribution, like you've got to, you've got to um, repay that. But you call upon God's mercy and that repayment is never as much as you think it might be. But we don't have to repay ever the eternal life that we've been given. That's free. That's for everybody. We have no punishment, no, no, you know, have to give back to him for that. And his mercy and love provided that for us. In Proverbs 28, 13, it states this. No one who conceals transgressions will prosper, but one who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. 
all God asks of us is to be honest. Don't try and hide your problems, or not problems, your sins, your transgressions, or you've been disobedient. Just tell the Lord and ask for his mercy. And it states, it states, the one who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. So we not just confess them, we say, well, I'm going to try and not do it again. And even if we fall and do it again, our heart was, I didn't intend to. Lord, would you forgive me? Be merciful. And it says his mercy will be given to us. His mercies are new every morning. I love that. So every morning when you wake up, you've got a clean slate. If you've confessed and asked God to help you and said, I'll try, but I need your grace. But I'll try and not do it again. But we always need God's grace. I can't do it by myself. I'm weak. I'm sinful. I choose the wrong, easy road often. But it's not always the road that God wants us to walk on. You know, they say the wide road is easy to walk on, but the narrow, because there's, I guess, rules and restrictions if we think it that way, but it's not. It's the guidelines so that we have the blessed life that we, God wants for us. Mercy is the basic principle of the activity of God and Jesus. So many times Jesus brought it up in the parables, brought it up in stories where he had compassion and he was merciful to those who needed healing. He shared about the story of the Good Samaritan who was someone who has been you know, beaten by robbers. And the Samaritans of those times, the Jewish people didn't like. They, they turned their back on them. And in the story, some of the Jewish hierarchy, the priests and different people did turn their back on this person who was in the street that was bloodied and had been bashed up and robbed. They walked by and pretended they didn't see. But the Good Samaritan, the Good Samaritan, the person who the Jewish people didn't like, he saw the person in the streets and he went over and he helped the person. He took them to go get looked after. Would have been, you know, in these days, it would have been like a medical center or a hospital or something. And he gave the innkeeper extra money to, you know, provide more food and nourishment and recovery. That's what God asks us to be like, merciful and compassionate, because that's the heart of God. He is so compassionate. He is so merciful and he is so loving. And that is the heart of what God wants us to be like. King David, he did wrong. He lied. He murdered. He committed adultery. He tried to cover it up. And when the prophet came and told him, no, God knows what you've done. It was the heart of David who confessed and asked for forgiveness and God granted him mercy. So the heart of David is love, compassion and mercy, forgiveness. It is the heart of God. So if you want to follow God 
and one day when he sees you says you're a daughter you're a son out of my own heart have those attributes go read more about the love of God the compassion of God the mercy of God the forgiveness from God to us and ask God's grace to give you those attributes so I encourage you just like I try to encourage me in my own life to follow this way of living sometimes it's a narrow path but it is the best way of life and we'll have life to the full and we'll be content and peaceful and eternally happy bless you and we'll see you next week